Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to this edition of Talk of the Town with Frankie Darcel, a public service of iHeartMedia Detroit. We welcome your questions and comments. Join us on our Facebook, Twitter, and IG pages. Now here's your host, Frankie Darcel. It is Sunday morning talk of the town. Always good to have you with me. My name, again, is Frankie Darcel. Thank you for joining me each and every Sunday morning. And as we've had this conversation for, oh my goodness, now just about two and a half years, we're going to continue to have this conversation. And I've said, and when we look at the numbers in Michigan right now, it's been easy to get me in a mask. It's going to be harder to get me out. We know all of the different variances as it relates to COVID-19 and And now um, the Omicron uh, uh, variant. I am so excited to have with me uh, Dr. Payal Patel, infectious diseases physician at the University of Michigan. Um, And she is an expert in antibiotic resistance, infection prevention, and public health. She earned her MD from the University of Texas Health Science Center at San Antonio, MPH, uh, Clinical Effectiveness and Health Policy, Harvard University, and BA, Public Health, Johns Hopkins University. Dr. Patel, welcome to Sunday Morning Talk of the Town. It is good to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Very good. First of all, let's talk about your background a little bit so that people know who I am talking to. And we're going to get into the conversation, which we've had now for a number of years and are going to, quite frankly, continue to have, especially as we look at the numbers globally, nationally, and right here uh, in our area. That's right. Yeah, definitely. So tell everybody who you are and what you do and why we're going to have this conversation, which is going to be a great conversation coming up in minutes. Yeah, for sure. So I am an infectious diseases doctor, um, and I was I got interested in public health when I was in college. After I graduated, I actually lived in Kenya for a year, and there I was studying what happened to HIV in pregnant mothers. Mm. And I realized there, you know, it's really complex. It's a number of different things. And I realized I was really interested in this topic of infectious diseases. Mm-hmm. So I came back. I came to medical school. I graduated. I stayed in San Antonio. I did my residency in internal medicine, saw lots of different patients. And then I realized I really wanted to specialize further in the field of infectious diseases. And um, since then, I was in Boston. I trained at Harvard Medical School in infectious diseases. I got a master's in public health. And I've been here at University of Michigan for about six years studying and researching and treating patients with infectious diseases. Mm -hmm. So you have, especially with your study abroad, a global perspective, not just one as we deal with here, but an understanding, especially as we're looking at COVID and now the Omicron variant, you have a global perspective on what we're dealing with. 
Most definitely. And I think for most infectious diseases, you have to think about it from a local and a global perspective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's talk about being vaccinated and just for full transparency and those people who listen to my show, not only am I vaccinated first and second and I have my booster, uh, it is important. Um, We're still having that conversation about the importance of getting vaccinated and getting boosted. Talk about that. Dr. Patel. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, you know, now it's been a while since the vaccines have been out. I think that initially there was a lot of people who had questions, you know, what's going to happen to me if I get vaccinated? But we are now so far into this that really people have had been vaccinated for a year. Mm -hmm. There's millions of people walking around the U.S., the world doing fine. So I think that some of those early questions that folks had, I think, can be put to rest. And now it's important to get boosted because we're still living in a world where lots of people have not gotten vaccinated. And unfortunately, the virus continues to evolve. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you say the virus is continuing to evolve, are, are you making reference to the fact that we have the Delta variant? Now we have Omicron and there may be another one to come. That's right. And, you know, the thing to remember, really, at the end of the day, I know it's hard because you you hear all these things in the news and you probably know people that have been vaccinated and still got infected. Those vaccines were intended to keep us out of the hospital, keep us out of the ICU and basically keep us alive. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. despite Delta, despite Omicron, we're still seeing those vaccines hold up and keep us out of the hospital. That's what's important at the end of the day. Mm You know, especially because you deal with infectious diseases, I want to go back to something. Um, and especially as we're talking about people, the, the vaccine, those that are vaccine hesitant. Right. Um, you made mention that, you know, people have done it. They've taken the shots and people are doing well. Um, talk about the research, because for a lot of people and I've had family members, uh, Dr. Patel, um, who believe that because of the variant uh, and COVID in particular, that all of a sudden, there's this thing and all researchers and scientists just decided to do research. There's research going on all the time about different oh, infectious definitely. diseases. Can you talk about that and let and, and, and explain to lay people like myself um, what happens behind the scenes long before a variant like this or a a situation like this, a pandemic happens? There's research going on all the time. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I'll give you an example. Just, you know, four years ago with my colleagues, we wrote a kind of a how-to in case the next pandemic happens. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do to strengthen your hospital? What are you going to do to prevent that infection being spread in a healthcare system? So we are thinking about this stuff all the time, and we, we prepare for this stuff all the time. I think the best example is, you know, a lot of people hadn't heard of mRNA vaccines before. That's the Pfizer and the Moderna. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. those vaccines have been studied for 40 years, yeah. right? Longer than I've been living. Mm-hmm. And that research really informed and made these vaccines happen so quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's not magic. It's all people working hard, trying to get effective vaccines done. And that's why we've seen such a quick 
vaccine uptake in this country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, first of all, thank you for the work that you and your colleagues are doing and to get us out of this. And later, I want to kind of close with how long do you think we'll be in it? But with the record number of cases of Omicron being documented right now throughout Michigan and across the U.S., um, and the people who are boosted, does it still make sense to get vaccinated in the first place for people who are not vaccinated? Oh, definitely. I think this is a great question. And, you know, there's folks listening to this that either have gotten two shots and are not sure about getting boosted or haven't gotten any vaccine at all. Mm-hmm. I would say that, you know, you want to reduce your chances of spending this new year in the hospital with us, right? We mm-hmm. have, unfortunately, people here who didn't get vaccinated um, and end up getting sick. And right now, you have much more of a chance of having a very mild infection if you're vaccinated. So, you know, all of our kids, our grandkids are out, you know, either in school or daycare. It's very likely that they may get infected. And not just that doesn't infect, affect just them. That affects their mom, their dad, their grandparents. And so you're protecting not just yourself. You're protecting your whole family by getting vaccinated. Right, right. Now, you know, many people, and because I sit in the seat and talk to hundreds of people um, in a week, um, what would you say to people when they say, well, you know, people who've been vaccinated have still gotten the virus. It's almost like I said, well, yeah, even though, you know, you have on your seatbelt, it doesn't mean that you won't get in an accident, right? But the chances are less likely that you'll be injured because you're wearing the seatbelt. What would you say as a infectious disease expert, what would you say to people who believe, well, why, why get vaccinated? Because you could still get the virus. Yeah, and I think this is where you have to think about the intent of a vaccine. And this is actually the same with the flu shot as well. You know, many people, I I hear for many years now, I've heard people say, oh, I never get the flu shot. You Mm -hmm. know, like, Mm -hmm. I, I never have to go to the hospital. But the whole point of the flu shot is not just to prevent you from getting the flu. It's to stop you from having to come into the hospital and get really, really sick. Mm -hmm. And so it's the same with COVID-19 vaccination. You having the infection at home, maybe not having any symptoms at all, or maybe feeling, you know, pretty bad for four or five days is totally different than this infection completely upending your life maybe ending your life. Mm-hmm, Those are mm-hmm. the things that we want people to think about as they think about the vaccine. Yeah. You you mentioned the flu shot as well. If we could, I want to mention this. So even if you've been vaccinated right now, we're in the middle of winter and you've had your vaccine, you've had the booster. Is it good to have the flu shot as well, whether you've had the flu shot before or not? Most definitely. You know, the flu itself is very smart and it outsmarts the shot every year. So that shot only lasts every year. And we've already seen a really big flu outbreak here in Michigan. The CDC actually had to come to Ann Arbor and help figure out, you know, where was this outbreak coming from? So I think some people may be delaying or deferring the flu shot. Mm -hmm. I would say just go ahead and get both. You can get both on the same day. It's Mm -hmm. not a big deal. All right. Dr. Patel is an infectious disease physician at the University of Michigan. We thank you so much for joining us today. Um, My next question, how should people decide which booster shot to get? Is one better than the other? Yeah, this is a good question. And it's complex, right? Because we had a number of different options for our first shot. 
So, you know, in terms of timing and picking which booster you're going to get, I would suggest that you can always go to the CDC website, and that will help determine how many months you need to wait for your booster. Mm -hmm. But at this moment, even if you had a Johnson & Johnson or Moderna or Pfizer as your first shot, or your second shot, I do think the mRNA vaccines, which means either Moderna or Pfizer, are probably your best option mm-hmm. for your booster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I had Moderna uh, for both my initial shots and then as a booster. You know, it's kind of, you know, I, I just like to say consistent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, because yeah. there's some people that have said, well, I've had one. Can I mix the other? Is that okay if in the event you did you know, the initial shot and you're getting a booster, is it okay to get a booster from another brand? It totally is. And actually, there's been more and more work and research in this. And it actually, we've seen that if you had Johnson & Johnson as your first, and you actually get Johnson and Johnson as your second, you actually still get protected. So mm-hmm. I would say it's really like trying on different Nikes. Yeah. And they are, they're all going to do the damn right. thing, right? Right. And so you might as well pick what you want. Mm-hmm. But at this point, mixing and matching your booster is okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for the Nikes, though, that can help me lose weight and I don't have to run. Okay. But that's it. <laughs> Got it. Well, Dr. Patel, that's for another show. <laughs> That's for another show. Um, it's been reported as well. And as you, you know, you watch the news and I try and be as detailed as I can. That's why I thank you so much for spending time with us where we can get in detail uh, about dealing with COVID uh, and all of its variants. So I thank you so much for your time this morning. Um, but people have heard the different stories about, well, Omicron is not as bad as Delta. Um, I think they're all bad. I don't want any of them. So I go over and above. I'm still doing the same things that I was doing when this launched in 2020. Um, But is is Omicron less severe than some of the other variants? Does it mean that, you know, one is worse than the other or separate from the, you know, the common cold or worse than the cold or the flu? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think that at the end of the day, the thing you have to worry about is yourself, right? And so if you are vaccinated, you are in a different place today than we were in 2019 and early 2020, right? And so if you are unvaccinated, you're very similar to the person that you were in early 2020. And COVID-19, whether it's Omicron or Delta, it's still a very deadly option for you if you're unvaccinated. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. that's what's really changed in America, as we have seen all of these people get vaccinated. And that, at the end of the day, is going to be different for you if you are unvaccinated. Yeah, yeah. So so to people who have said, I had my first and second shot, um, are they more vulnerable if they don't get the booster? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They are. You basically are comparing yourself 
with a little bit less defense shield on compared to having extra defense. So you might as well get boosted. Try to make it a little milder of an infection if you do get an infection. All right. Well, we'd be having the same conversation for people who have been vaccinated, got boosted this time next year. We're talking about another booster shot. Um, And I'm sure it all depends on where we are nationally in terms of, you know, where COVID and all its variants are. But will we be having this conversation about getting boosted every year as it relates to COVID? You know, that is a really good question. And and it doesn't just depend on nationally. I really think it depends on what happens internationally, too. And and so I think, you know, if, if we could get a game plan together and get more people vaccinated across the world, that could really change that equation. But I think one thing at the end of the day is just remembering how lucky we are to have vaccines that work against all these variants. So whether that means one more booster or not, at the end of the day, if you want to protect yourself, your family, the older people in your family, younger people in your family, it might make sense to get one more if that's what ends up happening. Yeah, because this is this is a global this is a global issue. Um, So early on as well, we heard a lot of talk about, you know, an individual's health. Um, particularly in communities of color, um, you know, the things like diabetes and who is more likely and being overweight and the like and age. Is that still an issue as it relates to where we are um, with getting vaccinated and a person's health being a major factor? Yeah, I think, you know, the longer that we've been able to understand, like, who gets really sick with this, um, and all of those things, we, we see what are the risk factors for having worse disease. And again, I will highlight that vaccination status is amongst the most important factors. So that's something you can actually change yourself, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's modifiable risk factors, things that you can change, and then there's unmodifiable risk factors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's important to think about when you're trying to convince perhaps people in your family, because it's at the end of the day, it's not it's not a complete individual decision. If there, unfortunately, I'll say like sometimes we've seen families come in sick, come into the ICU, and everyone there was unvaccinated. Wow. And everyone gets sick at the same time, and that can be so horrible for a family to go through. Mm-hmm. But I think that's really important to think about. Yeah. So let's have the conversation about children. Uh, it took some time um, for uh, the, the companies to come up with a vaccine for um, our young people, 12 plus, right? Those those yeah. younger people. And oh, my goodness, you've heard the stories and their parents listening right now as to uh, their their children to get vaccinated or not vaccinated. Could you speak to um, that in terms of yeah. our school age children? Yeah. And I'll mention, you know, right now, five and up are all eligible for vaccination. So that's a huge swath of children. And, you know, what we see today, it's kind of the tip of the iceberg. These studies have been going on for now years, just like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And so there's ongoing studies of vaccinations in babies at Mm -hmm, this moment. mm -hmm. And so what I would say is, you know, these these vaccines, especially for 12 and up, like you mentioned, those adolescents and for five and up have been out for a while. And it's actually been really good news when we look at all of those kids that have been vaccinated 
there have been very, very, very few side effects. Mm -hmm. And all of those kids are not the ones that we're seeing coming into the hospital. Mm -hmm. So I do want to make a plea to your listeners. If, you know, if you're a mom, a dad, an aunt, a teacher, I think that there's a lot of people who have been waiting to get their kids vaccinated, but looking around outside grocery store, gym, you know, going to the bank, going to class, those risk factors are there for your children. So Mm -hmm. the best thing you could do right now is get them vaccinated if you don't want them getting very sick. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about pregnant women. You know, there were those when this started who were not pregnant. They're pregnant now in the middle of a vaccine. The safety in terms of uh, pregnant women or speak to pregnant women having the decision to make about to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. I'm sure speaking with your physician, because everybody has different health conditions, but in in general, uh, in terms of women who are expecting. Yeah, this is really important. So one thing I want to highlight, first of all, there is no evidence that COVID-19 vaccines affect fertility. That is Mm. completely a rumor. Mm -hmm. Second of all, we've unfortunately now had all this time to see that unvaccinated pregnant women do a lot worse and oh, I will wow. say worse, worse, worse. Wow. You know, I can hear in your voice, I, I, Dr. Patel, I can hear in your voice when you say pregnant women do much, much worse. Yeah. I hear the concern. I am very concerned. And, you know, I don't even want to tell you the statistics because they're just so sad. And as a doctor, the last thing that we want to see is a pregnant woman. That's two lives in our intensive care unit. So if there's someone in your family, you know, I know this is, of course, a very difficult concern for people. But if you want to know the truth, the best thing you can do for a baby and a mom to get them vaccinated against COVID-19, and that includes the booster. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about as well, and, you know, you're in the hospital, you're in the field, and you you have, you know, dealt with infections and different variances and infectious diseases. Um, just where we are in Michigan as well in terms of hospitalizations, just to give us a peek into what you and your colleagues are dealing with. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, unfortunately, so much of this has happened during the holidays. You know, you know, if you remember, the day after Thanksgiving is when we found out about Omicron. Mm-hmm. And here in Michigan, we've just seen this, this rise in admissions and people coming to the ER. And that kind of continues. So it's been, it's been fairly chaotic, I would say, in most hospitals. Um, and, you know, people who would go to the ER for things like a broken arm, you know, all of those other things that you go to the ER for, you're now competing for time with all of these other people that have come for COVID-19. And so it's been very, very chaotic in the hospitals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I have a friend to bring a real story to the table whose husband um, had to have his hip surgery rescheduled twice because of just availability. Um, what can Michiganders do to protect themselves against COVID-19 and the variants? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the good news is that um, you, you probably have seen this week that COVID-19 tests are coming out uh, available freely from the government. You can order them to come home. 
So I think having some COVID-19 tests at home is a good idea. Mm-hmm. If you haven't gotten vaxxed to the max, right? You haven't <laughs> I like that. I like that, Dr. Patel. Vaxxed <laughs> to the max. I like that. So if you if I use it, I'm going to make sure that I give you uh, credit for that. I like that. Vaxxed like to that. the max. <laughs> it's a hash, we're going to make it a hashtag. Right. But I think that that's, that's something that you can do if you've gotten your first two shots, you weren't sure about getting a booster, Go ahead and just get that at CVS, Walgreens, wherever you can. And then finally, I I realized myself just looking out, going grocery shopping, people think that you don't have to mask anymore. And Mm. I would say, you know, Omicron is out there. It really is. When you're in the grocery store, there is probably someone there, if not multiple people there who are contagious. Wow. If you want to not, you know, crowd up the ER, have to come in, get a test, I would say wear a mask in public places for now as we see rates go down. Yeah. You know, standing in line, I still, you know, when you look over your shoulder now, people automatically now back up just a little bit, you know. Yeah. I, you know, they said six feet. I need six and a half. I'm just saying, Dr. Patel, I still practice that because I think that there's a, a part of the population that has to continue. Um, and, and it's not that I nominated myself, but this is real. And because I do what I do, um, I hear the stories. I see the stories. I talk to doctors like yourself who are in this every day. Um, people who don't get the opportunity to walk away, change the channel, watch Netflix and not think about it. There are people dealing with this and putting their lives on the line every day until we get through this. Where can Michiganders go um, for uh, to find a vaccine if you have that information available for you? Um, or what would you suggest? Yeah, you know, that's what the one good thing that out of all of this is we've had time now to really build up our vaccine stores. You can go to your closest pharmacy. You can call them, you know, if you if you don't know whether they have it. But that's going to be the easiest place, really, for most people to go ahead and get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I would say would probably be the easiest. And remember, again, at the end of the day, it's free. Yeah. So that's <laughs> kind of the best thing about all this. Like the government helped pay for the research and in turn has made the vaccine free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Final question before I go. Again, please reiterate why it is so important to get a vaccine and the booster against COVID-19 and all of its variants. Yeah, definitely. You know, so far, we have been so lucky that that's, these vaccines have really held up despite all the variants that we've seen. And most likely for the variants that we will see in 2022, the vaccines continue to do what they intended to do. And that is to keep people out of the hospital and out of the intensive care unit. Wow. So as we get ready to close, although I may not have asked a question um, for some information you might want to share with us, what is it that you'd like to share with us before we go? Okay, this is a great question. So, you know, everyone knows one person in their family or friends that either hasn't gotten vaccinated or, you know, is got one dose and hasn't gotten the second or the booster. Please, hopefully you can use some of the information you learned from our conversation today to try to work on that person because that person's health affects everyone around them. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for the the to your colleagues and those who are uh, working with us to get through this. I am so sorry. Your your estimation of how long you think we'll be dealing with this. <laughs> oh God! If you yeah, know, I, I know I'm asking. Yeah. I, I know I'm asking you to look at a crystal ball. But exactly. does it look like we're 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 on the clearly we're better than where we were in 2020? Um, yeah, but we're not out of the woods yet, right? Uh, 
I think you know, definitely not. We're not out of the woods. We're we're in a thick portion of the woods right now <laughs> due to Omicron. Right. But I do think that maybe us readjusting what we think about as the end of this, like, you know, maybe getting back to a place where kids are getting to school every day and, and you know, we're going on with some of our lives in a way that might be a little different, but maybe not as much affected, that might be the new normal. And I think if we start thinking about that as the next step, it'll be a lot easier. All right. What do you do when you get up and you're getting ready to leave your house in the morning and throughout your day? Share with us what you do. You know, I always like a little bit of Peloton in the morning. It always gets me going. And I think having some healthy exercise can really help us get through some of these tough times. Mm -hmm. And you're washing hands, wearing your mask, and staying backed up, sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, just like you. I I keep my physical distancing. I'm always wearing my mask in public places Mm -hmm. and always got my Purell with me. All right, that's right. That's right. Thank you so much, Dr. Patel. We appreciate you. Always good to have you um, join us anytime and looking forward to more conversations. Thank you so much. Thank you. You, again, are so welcome. I am Frankie Darcel. Would love to talk to you. You can always reach me at Frankie Darcel at iHeartMedia.com. As I said at the start of the show, and I've been saying, through this pandemic, which we are still in, easy to get me in a mask. It is going to be harder to get me out of one. I absolutely love you each to life and want us to be safe, for our children to be safe, our parents and grandparents to be safe. I can tell you, I have a very, very dear friend. Um, and their parents are in their 90s. And um, he broke my heart when he said to me that my mother is 93, my father is 95, and they believe that they will have to spend the remainder of their golden years locked up at home because of their fear of going out into the world and catching the virus at their age. So they tried to do as much as they possibly can to make them comfortable, keep them engaged with the rest of the family. But when he said that to me, and we're thinking about we We always have tomorrow, but think about the seniors in our community as well that want to live their golden years as wonderfully as they can. If you've not been vaccinated, please look at the research. Dr. Patel did an incredible job talking about uh, the importance of being vaccinated, and we did give you all of that information, and I will continue to do so. Thank you so much once again for joining us for this edition of Talk of the Town. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Talk of the Town with Frankie Darcel. The comments and opinions expressed on the show are those of the guests and not iHeartMedia or its management. Join us next Sunday at 6 a.m. for Talk of the Town. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.